Everybody, welcome back into another edition of Prime Sports World. On today's episode, we're going to be bringing you the crossover. We're going to be talking about the second half of the NBA basketball season. Uh, so please like, share, and subscribe to the podcast. I will also share the link to our myriad of streaming options. Uh, if you do have Mrs. Mrs. Live, uh, we're on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, and iHeartRadio. Uh, I will share that link here right now. Uh, I've also shared the StreamYard link. So if you want to join us to talk some NBA action, please feel free to do so. Um, but yeah, I'm your host, David. On point right there is my co-host, Mr. TJ Hopkins. Uh, this is episode 726. Is we're going to be getting into the coaching changes in the NBA, uh, and then the second half of the season stuff. Uh, we're talking about some teams that make the playoffs, some dangerous teams, some coaching on the hot seat. It's going to be a very action-packed show here uh, at Prime Sports World. And then, of course, we're going to wrap it up with Goat Talk, a staple here at the crossover. TJ, happy Hump Day, man! It's supposed to be in the 70s tomorrow. Are you excited? At least here in Fort Wayne. If it's not here, then why would I be excited? I don't know what the weather's gonna be like there, man. I'm not your meteorologist, goddamn. So, like, why would I be excited? Like, I'm not. I'm, I'm, not I'm, saying, I'm asking you if you're excited about the weather there. I don't know what the weather's gonna be no. like there. What is the weather supposed to be like there? Not what you think it's gonna be. <laughs> I, 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 sorry, I'm not. I'm not a meteorologist. I don't spend you know looking at charts and such on my free time. I, 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 I believe it or not, I'm actually very busy at work most of the time. Uh, sure. But on Friday, it's supposed to be in the 30s here, so I'm not looking forward to that at all. And imagine that's maybe what you're getting tomorrow, which is why you're so salty about it. 
it's what it is right now. I don't see why I would change, but let's do this. Yeah, let's get into the cross. We don't need to talk about the weather anymore. Uh, this is our current basketball show. We run this every single week. Let's start with the first of two topics. I kind of put them on the same slide here. Uh, going in opposite directions. So first, the Boston Celtics. Uh, they removed their interim tag from Joe Missoula. Uh, he took over for Udoka in the preseason. The Celtics, 42-17, and 17, best record in the NBA. Uh, he was Eastern Conference Eastern Conference Coach of the Month for October and November, going 18-4 and four, that stretch. Uh, and then the Atlanta Hawks. Fired Nate McMillan. Uh, the Hawks 29 and 30 so far this season, record 90 and 80 as McMillan as the head coach. Uh, took the team to the Eastern Conference Finals in 2001, which feels like forever ago. Um, where did a four year contract after that run? Quinn Snyder considered to be the front runner. Uh, I know you want to talk about the Joe, the Joe Pazilla thing first. So let's mm-hmm. talk about that first. Deserving of taking the interim tag off of him. Yeah, uh, this is more so, and it's, it's, it's not even his fault. I the backlash that's coming down on Boston is more so how they handled Ime Udoka in that situation because it was a H it was an HR situation that got made public. I, I don't know about you, but usually situations that involve HR HR internal affairs, all that good stuff, that remains within that domain right like you can people I mean, are sure but i, I think when it, when adoka is a public figure i don't know if he don't get no 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 hr affairs stay hr affairs right when okay, you sure. like, like like when we've seen people get fired or whatnot for like what do they say conduct detrimental to the team they never say why true you're not, yes. you're not wrong, but I, I think I think there would have been a lot of questions. Like you know, if they had just fired, uh, you know, uh, you have right? to no, uh, no. If if you fire him and you say they ask why, conduct detrimental to the team. Leave it at that. And that's they, yeah, they kind of they kind of left him in limbo. I, I'm still not I'm still not sure if he's is he fired from the Brooklyn from the Boston Celtics. Like he hasn't like uh, invest. That's the other thing. Like, is, is, when, is, he what, still, is he is he fired from the team? I haven't he heard fired? one one word. So, like, you, if they've actually fired him. Like, is he still there? So, like, is he still that coach so, technically? Like, and you're holding him in limbo. So it's like teams can't interview him. Like teams can't go after him. Well, they like, have to now, get permission from the Celtics, and they've been pretty lenient on giving permission uh, when it comes to interviews. But yeah, your point's still valid. So like, it's like I. I don't get like no. This is nothing against Joe Mazzulla whatsoever. He's done a fantastic job. Everybody thought that this Udoka situation would hamper the team in some capacity. It hasn't. They are best. What best record in the NBA? So what's that? They, they got to be the first seed in the East. Yeah, they're they're well, be Boston. They're tied with Milwaukee for the best record in the NBA. Oh, yeah, okay, have, so you're you're tied with Milwaukee. So like, yeah, they, yeah, yeah. they have the tiebreakers. They, so they have the best record in the in the entire basketball association in the East okay. and in the West. They have the best so, record in the NBA. So if the playoffs were to start, home court would go through Boston. Boom. Correct. So, but this 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 Udoka situation, how they handle that is a complete guy. It's a, it's a complete manual guy, whatever you want to call it on how not to handle a situation, right? So now you got you got Joe Mazzulla literally catching straight bullets for no for for some that don't even directly involve him. 
And we're really going to sit here and act like the thing that Ame Yudoka did, again, not condoning his actions, but we're acting like it's the worst thing in the world. Like, I would literally, I, I literally want those to, who are, you know, throwing daggers at Yudoka to just literally look at any Fortune 500 company ever. Internal, like, like affairs happen with any, like, it happens. Where do they you get? You spend tons of time with people at a workplace. There's bound to be some of that that happens. And it's never, it's usually never, what you call it, leaked to the public. So how they handled the situation is just trash. It's like, it's just, it's just, they could have did it so much better. Again, you don't air another person's private dirty laundry. All you have to do was, hey, we're firing Ime Udoka. We understand. He took us to the finals last year. We understand. We went on a 26, we, like we were 25 and 6 after the All Star break. We went on this great run and led to the finals. We came up short, but we are firing Ime Udoka to the, from the Boston Celtics. None of like, him losing in, in the finals is not why we're firing him. Then why are you firing him? Conduct detrimental to the team. That's it. That's all. I'll leave it at that. Yeah, I think that, that situation definitely could have been held better, handled better. I, I don't know what the future is for Udoka. I don't think he'll be back as a Boston Celtics on any capacity whatsoever. Uh, I think he will be coaching somewhere else next season. Let's talk about it. And I, I think Missoula is for sure deserved this interim hag being removed. Yes, absolutely. Uh, especially, especially on a team that, you know, you're coming off losing in the finals. A lot of teams think maybe they, you know, they have that hangover of not winning the title. That has not been the case. They've hit ground running they've been on full speed since they've gotten in the season started let's talk about this hawk situation though because i think it's even more interesting mm -hmm. because you know we're not that far removed from them being in the eastern conference finals and i said at the time and we talked about this actually a couple like maybe a couple months ago uh when that trey young story broke right where he didn't want to sit on the bench and like he had that situation with Nick millen i personally never i never thought the atlanta hawks wanted to extend make Millen. they never wanted to make him the actual head coach i think once he went to the eastern conference finals they were like well we're stuck we have to find a way. We have to basically have to give him an extension. We have to hire him. And I think they looked for the first opportunity for a little bit of friction, and they pulled the trigger on firing because they never wanted him to be the coach of this team. Well, I think the issue that they really have is, is it starts up top. I, I don't think it's – they're going to they're gonna point the finger at Trey Young because that's the easy thing to do. That's that's the franchise player. So, all, yeah, obviously all the blame is going to go towards him. But if you just look at how they constructed their roster – the roster doesn't make sense. It doesn't. The the roster like so you got they, they, Trey, they pushed all their pins to the pieces to the middle there with all their traded all their basically all their assets to get uh, Dejounte Murray. Murray and now the like they're five hundred they're not any better than they were last season without him. So you get and so like you, like you said you add Dejounte Murray to Trey Young so you got two guards who don't know how to play off ball. Neither one of them knows how to play off the, off the ball because they're so used to having the ball in their hand. They don't know how to play off ball. Then you go get Bogdanovich, who's a shooter, and then you add two big men who aren't shooters in Okongu and Clint Capella. Those are rim rollers. Yep. Roster construction doesn't I mean, make John, sense. I mean, John Collins is a good 3 and D. He, could, he can shoot the three. He's a good three-point shooter. But, yeah, the, he seems to be constantly in the doghouse there in Atlanta um, yeah. for whatever reason. Um, now, and, and you have a log jam at the two-slash-three position with Bogdanovich, with DeAndre Hunter. You got um, A.J. Griffin, who you just drafted. You've been playing him. 
So what is this? So it, it, it really starts up top. It's really the, the GM and that those guys. It's really up to, it's really up there. So like they're not going to get rid of Trey Young, right? Obviously, like again, I, that's I, I would I would highly doubt it unless he were to request a trade and think weird things that have happened here in the NBA. Where things where the things have happened, and but you you did get him that rookie extension, yep. and this is the franchise. It's like to to think that they never want Dante Murray would be the guy that if they're really looking to make a move, Dante Murray is a guy who's. One more year or two more years left on his contract. I'll have to look that up off the top of my head. Uh, but mm-hmm. he's the guy you could potentially move. But you just traded a, like three first-round picks for him. Do you think you're going to get that kind of return back for him? No way. And, <laughs> they, just, they, and they just traded for Sadiq Bey, who makes zero sense on this roster whatsoever. See, once again, <laughs> right? roster, the roster doesn't make sense. The roster doesn't make sense. So you, you add Sadiq Bey to a – a, a, a shooting guard, small forward combo that had that already has Bogdanovich, AJ well, so Griffin. Can play a little bit of the four, and I probably that's where they're going to play him as the backup to John Collins. But he, I mean, he's a tough to he's a tough tenacious defender. He can shoot the ball a little bit. Um, he's not going to play a lot of the shooting guard or the three position. Yeah, he will. Okay, like the, it, it it literally depends on the lineup. So, what are you going to do when you have a lineup of tra- like if, if you have? Capella and John Collins on the on the floor at the same time. Who's going to play that three? Somebody's getting left out. I mean, I guess Sadiq Bay, but I I can't imagine a scenario where you have all hey, three of those those three guys on the court at the same time. I just can't. why not? How come you won't? It just doesn't make a lot of basketball sense. Like I mean, uh, you know. And what in what capacity doesn't make? You have a three and D. You got two three and D dudes and John Collins and Sadiq Bay, and you got a rim roller and Clint Capella. But yeah, but none of the no, like John Collins, see, they can't really make his own. I don't know. I just don't think it's it would be a good roster because good floor spacing. I think they'd have to do something else. But I mean, it could happen. Um, I guess we'll. I mean, I don't really know where they go from here. With the Quinn Snyder has been considered the front runner. Um, I think a lot has to do with yeah with what went wrong with Nate McMillan. I, I think it has a lot to do with the fact they never really wanted him to be the coach of this team. I don't think that's place. true. Like I really I, I, don't. I, I think it's one hundred percent true. Because if that's that the way. no no because if that's the case you you already know how I feel if 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 the guy you want is out there go get him forget the fact that he took you to the Eastern Conference Finals who cares go get your guy I'm telling you that I, that for sure happened like I I, I, I don't have a, I, I don't have a source I just have a gut feeling I, I just think that they never really wanted to bring him in and that this is the first time that they've had tension really there and like it's like well we're just gonna scapegoat the coach because that's what they do. When, it, when there's a myriad of problems with the Atlanta Hawks, I think Trey Young has way too much power in the front office and on this roster. Uh, I think he, he he's he's become pampered, as we talk about in, in other All the shows. Time. I think power. I I I think that's and that, that's the issue that a lot of teams run into. Like you give power to players before they really earn it. Yeah. Like you know, Le- LeBron James has earned the opportunity to, to you know make roster decisions. If, I know he's not, he hates the being called the the GM, but he does make the a GM. lot of rosters. He does have a lot of he does make a lot of roster sway on his team, but he's earned that right. Like when KD goes to Brooklyn and they say, like, go get James Harden, they went and got James Harden. I mean, they brought in DeAndre Jordan for the same reason. <laughs> they brought they brought in DeAndre Jordan for the same reason. They hired Steve Nash to coach for the same reason yep. right like it's like 
Yeah, like the whole the, the old Spider-Man quote with great power comes great responsibility. Like that's that's true. Like Trey Young getting all this power, why? He's mostly been a good player on for the most part, a bad team. Outside, outside of that outside of that one outside, season, out, outside of that one run. Yeah. Uh they've been basically a five hundred team since uh Trey Young's been drafted. Um what do you think about Quinn Snyder getting being considered as a front runner for this job? And this is the first time that I can remember in a long time where they're just like hiring coaches in the middle of the season. Like, like I remember when. Uh, also, a shout out to Jock Vaughn who actually got extended uh, over today. the weekend as well. Yeah, today. Um, so, but like, remember when the when Boston when Brooklyn was still first looking for like oh, they were just going to hire somebody. I'm like, like this is the only coaching cycle I can remember where they're just going to hire somebody in the middle of the season, bring him in. He's going to like <laughs> they're not going to bring somebody that's already on the roster. Like it's just. Well, Sorry, that's I what with the I, NFL just Saturday. Well, I, think, well I, I, I think uh the NFL, not the NFL, the Atlanta Hawks, they are moving on with they're going forward with uh one of the assistants on the yeah, on the staff it, right now. So I think this move is mostly a end of the like these talks are mostly a end of the season end of the season talk. Like when, when the season ends for the Atlanta Hawks, that's probably the first thing they're gonna do. They're gonna bring in all these coaching candidates, Quinn Snyder. Uh, I forgot the other names listed. Uh, so, uh, yeah, Charles Lee, who's the current assistant in uh, Milwaukee. Kenny Atkinson, who's a and Kenny, right, Kenny Atkinson. Yeah, the Golden State Warriors assistant. Uh, the, Joe Prunty is now the is current interim head coach. So, yeah, that's what they, that's, they're going for with him. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's weird, right? Like, we're – the mobility seems to be going – being well, extended I, think, uh, well, coaches. I mean, this is something we talked about. I, I can't remember what show it was on that we were on where teams were like, hey, be careful firing coaches all left and right. Like the NBA is kind of running into that same problem. Where that's, that, that's, that's, the, that's the NFL. That was the NFL. The NFL but, literally. But the, NBA, the NBA has the same problem. They just fire coaches like on a whim. Because like, the, they, guy, the guy, they, they don't take you to the finals right away, you're going to get fired. Because they still be firing coaches under contract and they got to. I, the I league know. has to, the league has to no I'm saying like the league has to pay those salaries out. The exact exactly same, exactly yeah. same thing happens in the NBA too. So and the NFL is like stop firing coaches that's still you know, under if, contract. If, if, if the NFL really wants to stop that from, if any league wants to stop that from happening, have the coaches' salary count tails the salary cap. You want to see them fire coaches? No, they're not going to. Like they're not gonna buy, they're not gonna buy, pay a coach this college to get the salary cap. Like this is straight up not gonna happen. <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, we'll see what ends up happening. Uh, let's talk about the second half preview. Let's talk about a bunch of teams, a bunch of stuff going on. Uh, let's first talk about team under the most pressure. What? Good What did you say? CEO of Pride Sports World, Mr. Israel Rivera. Welcome to the show. You just get What's your son done with basketball for the night? Huh? Oh, your yeah, he's done, done with basketball. Yeah, he's, he's done with basketball. Shot some hoops, coached the kids up a little bit. We got we to gotta take care of the youth out here, uh, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> yeah, love it, dude. Love it. Uh, yeah, we're getting into the second half. Let's talk about team under the most pressure. Uh, TJ has not seen the list of these questions, so he's kind of being blindsided by it a little bit, but it's all good. Uh, team this, under the most David does me all the time. Don't worry about it, TJ. It's all good. <laughs> team under the most pressure going into the second half of the season. Go ahead. It's a, it's a bunch of yeah, I got it. It's, a, it's, it's quite a few. Right? You gotta it's pick one. I can't. Oh. That's the thing. I can't. I got one. I got one and one only. It's the yeah, Phoenix Suns. Ooh, okay, that's one of them. You sound like you sound like an USO right now. That's no, one. no, 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 no. It's it's the Phoenix Suns because 
you done gave away Mikael Bridges. You basically said, okay, we gonna we're we're going for it this year. And we know our champ. We all said it. That championship. Remember how many times we came on here and said the championship window closed. That window closed. That window shut. Now, Kevin, you trade for Kevin Durant. You done kicked that joint right open. Uh, so you got a lot of pressure. To, I know the Denver Nuggets are the number one seed in the East, in the West, but they don't have they don't have as much pressure as you guys do to win the NBA championship. I'm, I'm with not Kevin gonna, Durant. I ain't gonna go that far. You I, guys, I'm gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna agree with you, Izzy. I think it's the Phoenix Suns. If I had to pick one team under the most pressure, it's the Phoenix Suns. And I can't pick one team because it's one. It's just too many good teams in the league to to just narrow it down to one. So obviously, you got all the top teams. You got Denver, Phoenix. Uh, in the in the West, the Clippers. In the East, you got Philly, Boston, Milwaukee. Like that's yeah, that, like that's pressure. But to pick one, if I had to pick one, since Izzy already took Phoenix, I gotta go with Denver because you're looking at a dude in, in Jokic who's probably gonna win his third straight MVP. Right, like that's he's only gonna be the he's gonna be the first person since Larry Bird to have won three straight MVPs. And the difference is Larry Bird was going to finals and winning chips while he was winning those MVPs. Jokic hasn't even gone to a finals. He hasn't even gotten into Western the Western Conference uh, yeah. Finals. He hasn't got, even gotten into the Western Conference Finals. No, he finals. did. No, yeah, he, he did. Finals in the bubble. Yeah, in the bubble. Yeah, 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 yeah. Three one. Yeah, that's right. That's right. So I so I I I can't help but be that person to be like, man, if 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 Jamal Murray didn't wasn't gone for two years. You can make the argument, hey, bro, they probably do go to a finals by now. At least one. But him being gone for as long as he was, like, and Joker carrying the burden for two years, which is why he won those two MVPs, it's like, yeah, Denver got some pressure on them because everybody's finally healthy. Like, they fully stacked. You got the third. You're gonna have the third straight. You're gonna have the third three time MVP today, three time in a row at that. And yeah, it's, it's, it's some pressure up there in the Mile High City. I think runner up is probably the Clippers because I can't go with because Izzy already said Phoenix. I think that's a given. Izzy took the easy way out. Yeah, he, he did. I did uh, take so, the easy so, way out. So, 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 no, but if, if if I had to go if I had to go with the East, man, I mean it's Philadelphia. The, it's got yeah, it's got to be Philly. Why be Philly? Yeah, it's it's got to be Philly because because I mean, I mean dude, James Harden's he, under a one year contract; he can walk if things don't go well this offseason. Doc Rivers probably gonna be out of there. True. Like, right, like, and, and 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 you just you just made some some changes. You made some trades as well. So yeah, not really. I mean, they traded away. They traded away Matisse Thybul. I mean, come on, that's not a big move. I mean, he's, he's like their best perimeter. Like that's one of your best perimeter defenders. I mean, uh, that could backfire on. Who you. will be the one seed at each conference, TJ? Uh, uh, who's the one seeds right now? Boston and um, Boston the and Nuggets. Correct. I don't see no reason why it should change unless a collapse, unless a colossal well, collapse happens. Milwaukee's only a half game back. They haven't had their full complement of players. They're going to get Jay Crowder. They're going to be the one seed in the Eastern Conference. I think the Denver Nuggets hold on to the one seed in the West. They're five games up on everybody else. I think I think that I'm going to have to disagree with you on the East. I think Boston finish it out because we don't know how long Giannis is going to be out for Milwaukee. Even though they proved that they can win without Giannis, um, I mean, how they many, won 12 you know, in a row. Yeah, they, they proved that they can. 
well, those twelve, in, those twelve in a row, those twelve in a row weren't without Giannis though. Like I know they, they only, they only, yeah, won that's one what I'm saying. Him. Right, so they got to prove that you can win multiple games without Giannis. I don't think they, they, they can. I think they, can, they can, you know, win, you know, more than what the, more than losing. Like, they get, like if it's twelve games, they go eight and four, not twelve in a row. Okay, you know what I mean. There's, sure. there's games where you're gonna lose. But Boston is going to win more than you down the stretch. Also, we got to look at the schedule. But I got Boston. I got Denver. Um, two cohesive units. Uh, I'm so going with Denver. I think that five a game. I think the five games up is just going to be too much to overcome for any mm-hmm. other team in the Western Conference. Um, team to watch out for in each conference. A team that's not currently at the one seed, who but could be when it's all said and done. Clippers. Yeah. Clippers go, are dangerous. Yeah, the, the Clippers. We're going to talk about Russell Westbrook here later in the show, but yeah, the, what they've done, in, like adding some depth there uh, at the at the guard position, at the shooting guard position, and at the bigs, uh, getting the legitimate backup for um, if in the in the five position there. And I'm going to go with the Heat in the Eastern Conference. I think the Heat, uh, giving them Kevin Love, I think that's an interesting dynamic between Jimmy Butler, Kevin Love, Bam Adebayo. Just interesting. They needed that. They needed <laughs> a guy. They needed a four that could space the floor. You know, so Bam could work in the in, in the inside there. So yeah, because I couldn't play Duncan Robinson; he was too small. Kevin Love gives you legitimate too small. size. Yeah, it gives you legitimate. Yeah, size. it gives you legitimate size. I mean, and you know, like like I said, you like I watched a lot of Heat games this year, and sometimes they look too small, even with Bam out there. He's literally the legit only big guy out there in my in my opinion. So yeah, it's like well, I said the clip. Oh, each conference. Uh, oh, I, team I, to watch out for for me. I'm I'm actually I'm actually gonna throw the Cleveland Cavaliers. That's what I was leaning to. Like like I I think I think Cleveland I think Cleveland is really talented. I don't think they have to win to be the number one seed to do any damage in the playoffs. That's a team that that can win, you know, uh, you know, on you know on the road or whatever the case is, um, you know, at home definitely. So yeah, Cleveland's definitely a team to watch out for. I totally agree with that. TJ in the in the, in the East, you know, you go with the Cavaliers. Yeah, I was gonna, I was gonna leave with Cle- uh, Cleveland too. I mean, they still got defensive woes with uh, Mitchell and Garland, but when does Carl Anthony Towns get back? Uh, who knows? <laughs> who knows? <laughs> who knows? For, for real, because yeah. man, I was so it's shocked that months. that team that team is what the six seed, the Minnesota Timberwolves. Yeah, they they they're eight. They played well. I mean, they're eight. They're eight now. They're five and five. I mean, they've 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 started to play. They a added Mike Conley. Yeah. So we'll see what that ends, you know, up, that ends up looking like. The 31 um, and 30. Team to drop off in each conference. So maybe not fall out of the playoff, but just drop off in the standings. I'll go first. It's like Sacramento. Uh, I just think that look at the two teams, the three teams, especially the three teams behind them, uh, with the Clippers, Phoenix Suns, Dallas Mavericks, and New Orleans Pelicans. Uh, I think they're and the Minnesota Turnbulls potentially as well. Uh, as they get healthy, they you know, add, add those new pieces for the Clippers and the Suns and the Mavericks. I think they're going to overtake the Sacramento Kings because they're only all two games behind. He's gonna come back eventually. He'll be back at some point before the rest, end of the regular season. He'll be he'll be All back like five games. Taking the Kings. I think late. the Kings of the Western Conference are the team that's gonna fall. They're gonna fall. I, I'm not it's, saying they're gonna fall out of playoff contention. I think they're gonna slip in the standings a little bit. Izzy. All I know is when we did the show on max contracts, David says Zach Levine would be the worst max contract in the league. He's playing right now. Zion is it? Do with that info what you will. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean Zion's awesome when he's there, when he's playing, but he ain't playing much. He's missed like my God, dude. The last three seasons, come on, man. 
And then uh, in the East, I'll, I'll take the easy one in the East. It's the Brooklyn Nets. So, I mean, you trade away two top ten players in the NBA and you replace them with, you know, good players but not superstars. Uh, there's going to be some slippage there. Staying, uh, so staying in New York, I'm just I'm just staying with the other – I'm just going with the other New York team. I think it's the New York Knicks. Team. Yeah, I, I just think it's the Knicks. Uh, it's it's they, When I say they are just a – "Quote unquote," slightly better version than the Bulls. That's exactly what they are. It's way too many highs, and then the lows are super, 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 super low. They just they just happen to have more highs than the Bulls have had this season. Like when you look when you watch a Knicks game, and you see some of the games that they've won versus some of the games that they've lost. It's literally a carbon copy of the boys. It's like, yo, how the hell did you lose that game to that team? That's mm-hmm. what the Knicks are. I'm, I'm actually, so you know what? I'm actually on the west side. I'm actually gonna like. I know Golden State's in the play-in, but I don't even think they make the playoffs. I, I don't Ooh. think. I don't think Golden State. I don't think Golden State makes the playoffs. Ooh. I think like missing Steph Curry. That's I don't not think he's gonna be back. Take. I don't think it's not a hot that's take. That's not a hot take it is. That's not a hot not take a at hot, all, but I'm saying that like, that's people the team, may that's the be team upset. Like, people may be upset like because when you watch these NBA Todays and first take and other, they're like, we're still waiting on that warrior streak. All right, you're going to keep waiting. Yeah, you're gonna keep waiting because uh, I mean, Steph, Curry, team, Steph Curry's injury is bad. Like, it's, it's, that's like, a bad they, injury. They're, they're trying to downplay it. Like, but he he's gonna be out a month. And if there was any if you, team, if you miss a month, of, a month of the season, you're not gonna make the playoffs. If if there's if there was any team that that could have used like a Bones Highland or something yeah. like that, it was them. Yep. Like they could have used Bones Highland more than the Clippers, and the Clippers just got richer. But like okay. that team could have used the Bones Highland. That team could have used the Mike Conley. You know what I mean? And then when Steph comes back. You put Conley on the bench. Oh my God, that'd be nasty. Conley with Jordan yeah. Poole. Jordan Poole's a combo guard, but you didn't do that, and so you're gonna fall off. And then I just don't. I just just don't think they just they don't. They, the young guys that were supposed to change James Wiseman the way you didn't trust them. The young guys like Jonathan Kaminga's been playing more of late, but like Moses Moody, you don't trust him, so you're not playing him enough. You're not playing uh, PBJ. You're not playing him bro, enough. Bro, He's a I rookie, s- I know. And I Dante said it, I mean, Patrick Baldwin Jr. is in the G League. He's I bro, I said I I, I said right, it right, when, right. I said it when they when they got those young three dudes together. I'm like, you're asking three rookies, Wiseman, Moody, and Kaminga, to be big contributors to a grown up championship squad. We don't see that. Like championship squads, like why why do you think when LeBron goes to a new team, what's the first thing he do? He ship out all the young dudes, bring in trusted vets. Who ain't gonna fold under pressure? Well, look that's at Milwaukee. That's a, that's the oldest team in the league, and they yeah. <laughs> like you know when he, I mean? when LeBron goes back to Cleveland, he kept one young dude. Everybody else had to go. <laughs> yeah, 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 <laughs> exactly. And then I agree with you, TJ. I, I'm gonna go with the Knicks. I think they fall off too. Some about them. I just they just they, uh, they, you know I don't trust R.J. Barrett, Julius Randle. Nice little season. Man, have you, have you heard the um, crazy story uh, about the James Dolan stuff about his like? Facial recognition software that he uses. It's there, James there is, Dolan. 
there there is a wild story about this guy who like posted on a YouTube comment about how he should sell the team, and like his security guards like harassed him when he went to a game at the Garden. It it is a wild. I'll try to see if I can find the video, but it is it is post, post the video and post it, post it in the link. It's crazy. It's, like, it's, it's, it's real crazy. It's, <laughs> it's James. It's James Dolan. Nothing he does should surprise anyone. Because he uh, apparently exactly. like, apparently he's got he has like rankings like of tiers and like if you end up on a certain tier like you're gonna get you're gonna get harassed before when you. Entered the building. Like it's, and, <laughs> my, and my and my team it's in New the York West, City, man. It is. My team in the West, I could go with Minnesota, but I just feel like that's kicking the man while they're already down. Obviously, it's 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 a different story if Cat is there. Right? Are they 31 and 30? If if all three of those dudes are there, I mean, him, when he was there, it wasn't exactly a, a, a but, sailing but, ship. <laughs> but at the same time, we already know like newer like New additions take time, right? You've cat your whole time in Minnesota. You've been the only dude on the block in the post, rather. When you add Rudy Gobert, that makes all right. Now, now we can't have two seven footers down in the block because that's too much congestion. And Carl Anthony Towns, like one of the complaints about you, just like Joel Embiid, is you tend to fall in love with that three point shot just a little too much. But with Rudy Gobert down there, who has no game, Rudy Gobert has no game. He has no game. I sent Izzy a video. Of, I sent Izzy a, a, a reel of Trace McGrady talking about Rudy Gobert, and Rudy and he just goes in. He's like, "Bro, what do you work on in the summer?" <laughs> you know, the Buffalo is. It's, you know, with with Minnesota, it's just it, it doesn't work because they're both fives. And, and I, I just know said, got four yeah. guards. He's got four skills. He's got like a forward skills, power forward skills in a way. But he's a five. And I just said I want trying. I just said I want trying to kick a man while he's down, but I kicked him. Um, but I, <laughs> so right, right. Moving on, moving on to the next. Like, it's like it's, it's Minnesota and New Orleans. But go ahead, David. Go ahead. Let's talk about the yeah, Los yeah. Angeles Lakers. So they made a bunch of moves to the trade deadline. Uh, shipped out Russell Westbrook. Brought brought in Mobamba. Brought in Jared Vanderbilt. Brought in D'Angelo Russell. Brought in Malik Beasley. Do they make the playoffs after all of those moves? Yes no. or no? They better. No. They better. I'm going no. He's saying they better. I'm going they better no. Make the, 23 they better make the playoffs. It, it's, it, the only way they make the playoffs, brother, they got to go like 20 and 3 over the next 23 games. We already know that's not happening. So, so they're only well, two. Look, look, they're only they're only two games back of the play-in. So hypothet- hypothetically, if you know, but Golden if State, you're the if, if you're the State, Lakers, if Golden State doesn't have Steph Curry for a month, they're gonna slip. Oklahoma City Thunder doesn't really want to win games, so we'll see what ends up. They end up their you strategy down the stretch. Yo, no, 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 if you're the Lakers, sorry to cut you off. Like, if you're the Lakers, you don't want to play in. You want that six seed. I mean, yeah, but right. that's, that's three right. and a half games. Like, you think they're going to make up three and a half games? I just doubt it. To the six, wait, to the six seed? Yeah. Yeah, yeah no, I mean, you, the, your six seed is currently Dallas. I think I think the, the top six teams are pretty much wrapped up. I mean, I mean not wrapped up, but that's I mean, I think those, you're, you're going to see, you're going to see, you're going to see those six teams. Look, man, I'm I'm with TJ. I mean, they barely if they if they do make the playoffs, they barely make the play in. 
Um, I just don't think any of those guys that they traded for moves the needle. I mean, D'Angelo Russell. Well, like, it's just too little, me, too late. It's too, it's too it little, is. too late. It's too little, too late. I, I, I think the players that they traded for actually do move the needle. And I actually think they will make the playoffs. I think they will find a way to make the playoffs. I think the teams well, that are falling well, out. I, I don't know. That, I don't think they're going to be a top six seed. I think they'll make the. Well, play AD in. don't like. Well, well, you got another. Well, AD don't like playing the five, and he's still playing the five. And they already and, you and this you late. Didn't draft the play. You didn't draft the player. You didn't get a trade a player that you can move AD to the four where he's happiest. And it's you know, already, AD, AD is done with the Lakers. I think he's going to request a trade this offseason. And it's already Laker fans talking about some get Mo Bamba off my team after like one game. I mean, he, he didn't shoot it yeah, in the field, but like that's come on. <laughs> yeah, no, that's that's ridiculous. He's not starting material, but he's also never had the chance in in Orlando. In Orlando, true. So uh, I, I'm, I, going I'm going to make the playoffs. I'm going to make the playoffs. They're not making the playoffs. It's just uh, moving on. It's just too little, too late. Barely talking about talking Barely. about traded players. Let's talk about the trade that have the biggest Playing impact it. on their new team. For the guy that, that, <sighs> that the guy that was traded that that you're hoping to make a big impact. David, for your Laker cause, is D'Angelo Russell. Yeah, that's what I'm, I'm, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, I'm going to go with it. I'm D'Angelo Russell. I, I figured somebody else is going to take the other guy who's extremely obvious. But D'Angelo Russell's going to have a major impact on the on this uh, on this Laker team. He's a really good catch-and-shoot three-point shooter, uh, and he can facilitate the offense a little bit. D'Angelo Russell is a perfect compliment to what LeBron James does good. He, yeah, yeah, they love him now till he have a one for 10. Yeah, I mean, that's the way it goes. Like, wait till that happens. Wait, like legit, just wait. Wait till he has a bad shooting game. Oh, you, well, obviously the other two. I, I can take one of the other two. CJ, I'll take. I'll let you take. You, you, if you want to take the main one, you can take the main one. I'll take the second main one. I, I'll take Kyrie, uh, in Dallas. I think you know he makes the biggest impact. I know the other one, other one CJ is going to probably mention, but the, you know Kyrie is when you have two guys that are sensational with the ball in their hand. Like Luca and, and 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 Kyrie, and they look like I saw like you know a couple games down the stretch, you know, with them together, mm-hmm. and they, they look good on the floor together. You know, I, I can only imagine if they get some more practice, some more playing time together, they'll look even better with Kyrie out there. They look like they're moving the ball, and that the biggest beneficiary of the Kyrie trade is Jalen Green. Yeah. Like yeah. he's been playing great for the Dallas Mavericks. Like, like, what was he have like? What was he have like? Fifteen? He had like been? He been like what? Fifteen a game? Something like that. Man, he has been amazing for them since Kyrie came over. So uh, obviously, like, he had the one hiccup. What was that against the Kings where they couldn't get a shot off? They just kept they they hot potato. That the was ball. the second yeah, game. Yeah, yeah. They like that was the second game they, was back to back. The first of, game, bro, they destroyed the Kings. Well, they didn't destroy them, but first half they did. They shot. They made. They shot forty something threes and they made fifty percent of them. Well, I think and I think Ky- <laughs> and I also think Kyrie went on. What'd you say, Kyrie went on? He went. He scored like twenty some in the fourth quarter. Like he just went nuts. In the fourth quarter, yeah, I think it was seventeen or something like that. Seventeen, and like when they, they needed one shot to win, and him and Luca J just kept passing the ball back. For, it's like, no, you take it, you take it. This is your <laughs> like, no, but long it, player, but long player. Seventeen was was Bradley Beal the other night. Yeah, like, but it, but it's your team. I don't want to, you know, like anyway. But I think the trade the player. That, well, he won't even trade it. I know what game you're talking about. You don't even trade. No, I know what game. No, no, I know that. I'm saying I know what game you're talking about with where uh, Kyrie and Luke were playing hot potato for the last shot. It's yeah, like one of you guys gonna have to take this last yeah, shot. What, what, yeah, yeah, that was the game. Yeah, that was the game. Yeah. It's like one of you. It's like somebody. Hey, somebody got to take the shot, and then nobody, nobody took, nobody took the shot. <laughs> it's like nobody took the shot. Uh, I 
really don't have a a big like I, I don't know I I don't know who is he I don't know who they was think I'm thinking of but my player was bought out my player wasn't even traded my guy was bought out. We'll talk about him in a minute. Oh. Uh, you well, probably take about KD. Kevin Durant should be a guy that gives you thirty points a night if you're the Phoenix Suns. He opens the championship window back up. Um, yeah, he's going to make a major impact on this Phoenix Suns team. It allows them to still be in title contention. Yeah, uh, this the, the group I'm in with Christian. This one guy, when I announced that Russ is signing with the Clippers, he's like, he's a Suns fan. He's like, so what? I'm like, dude, if I was you, I'd worry about KD stepping on the court. So. Yeah, like you can uh, like so I'm talking about. Let's just let's just say all that stuff about you can say all this stuff about KD, but until we see the product on the court, you got to see that first. That's true. Uh, let's talk about. I'll switch the transition immediately over to buyout players, and uh, I'm just, just going to jump in real first. I'm going to I'm going to take Reggie Jackson. Uh, his is is fit in uh, in Denver. Um, should be really good as a complimentary guard, as a guy who can give a Jamal Murray a change of pace guy. Um, they, you know, they trade away Bones Highland for whatever reason. Reggie Re- Jackson's a good, good, good plan B. Go ahead, TJ. Take your guy. No, go ahead. I'm going last. Go ahead. Uh, I'm actually, I'm actually gonna go. Yeah, I know where TJ's going. I, I'll let him have his. his th- I won't steal his thunder. I'm gonna go with Kevin Love um, for the Miami Heat. I think Kevin Love, perfect fit for Miami. Um, would have liked to see him, you know, possibly, you know, go to like, you know, I don't know, you know, a number one, like maybe like I, 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 I got to be, be straight up honest with you. I have no idea why the Cleveland Cavaliers bought him out. I, 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 know, yeah, he I, I know he doesn't play as much anymore, but like he can That's still be productive for them. I don't, and they could use the guy like come off the bench. And he was averaging bit. eight and five. That's I, productive. I, 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 I just don't understand. If he, and not to mention, you buy him out so another another team too. in the Eastern Conference can pick him up. I just if you're if you're Cleveland Cavaliers, I would have just sat on. I, I don't I don't get it. Yeah, so I think so I think yeah I think when, when he goes to Miami, what where's Miami at? What they're the fourth seed right now? Uh, um, no, Miami's the seventh yeah. seed. They're the seventh seed. They're in the play in. Yeah. They're gonna they're they're, they're gonna increase. They're gonna go back. They're, I think Brooklyn, New York, are gonna fall off. They'll be the fifth seed at least. Um, yeah, so I got I got um, you know Kevin Love is my you know. Trail player that had the biggest impact. I think you know the Bam gets to play on the five comfortably or on the block. And Kevin gets Kevin can space the floor on the pick and roll. Jimmy Butler, whenever he you know collapses the paint, you know he can dish it out to Kevin Love, and he's an adequate three point shooter his whole career. So, go ahead, TJ. Yeah, it's Russ. It's not close. It's Russell Westbrook. It's not even close. Yeah, uh, no, just but yeah, the the Russell Westbrook disrespect is it's been out of pocket for some years now. And I'm gonna need y'all to put some respect on Russ's name. Like y'all talk about this dude like he's not a first ballot Hall of Famer. Mm-hmm. Like the, the disrespect is outrageous. And for Kendrick Perkins and other media pundits to be talk like to be on national TV, awesome. yeah, like this is it for him. This is his last chance to show that he's a team player, bro. I took a back seat to let Patrick Beverly. And Austin Reeves start ahead of me. That's not take. That's not showing I'm a team player. And in some games down the stretch, where it was like I, I remember it was that like that Pelicans game where I, I lost some money on that. Anyways, <laughs> he should have been he should have been playing he should have been playing down the stretch in that game. Yeah. He was having a good game coming off the bench, and he didn't even play the last five six minutes in that game. I'm like, 
So, yeah, he is – and Mark Jackson said something about it. He said, man, man, a guy that should really be, you know, that should get, you know, some praise is Russell Westbrook because he didn't even play down the stretch, and he should have, you know. So, hey, this, this hey dude, TJ, Gilbert yes. Arenas – I'm sorry, but D- Gilbert Arenas said something very interesting the other day. I listened to his podcast, and he was Go like, ahead. Russell Westbrook can is, is the type of player that can tip you over to be a championship team. Wherever he goes, a, a close team, like say he goes to Denver, he gets bought out. I mean, he's already getting paid. You know, you sign for a vet men for the I rest mean, of the I year. Mean, he's going to the Clippers. He's going to be, it's going to be you're going very- to the Clippers. You're going to be, you're going to, I mean, you're going to, I mean, that makes that team so deep, much way better, much better than where it was. And it makes, it makes a lot of sense to trade Reggie Jackson. You immediately upgrade over what with Russell Westbrook on your team. And, you know, Paul George yep. and Kawhi Leonard, those three guys should play well together. And I absolutely, this, this, this notion that, Paul George said no to Russ. When? When did he say no? When did Paul George say no? no. He never said no. Like I that's mean, what he, I'm about. I mean, he wanted to play in LA. Like that doesn't mean he didn't want to play with Westbrook. He just wanted to be in LA. He just wanted to be in LA. Like I would like if you and, have to. And, and Paul to George. Add, Paul George has been one of the bigger advocates for Russell Westbrook since he's gone through all of everything he's been going through the last couple of years. Matter of fact, ask yep. any NBA player. Hey, bro, would you rather play in LA or OKC? It's, Hell, a, not even, it's not, not close. Not, not even a player. Ask LA, a ask a person. Hey, bro, would you rather would you rather go to L.A. or, or OKC? For what? Nothing. Just go. Are you? Would you rather go to L.A. or OKC? You're going to L.A. Yeah. So, also, then the 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 big thing that people tend to forget that if Russell Westbrook such if he's such this terrible teammate, how come a lot of players have had their best years? Playing next to Russell Westbrook, Kevin Durant. Yeah, Paul, won. Paul, Paul George was like a second in MVP voting the year that he Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant won the MVP playing next to Russell Westbrook. Kevin Durant hasn't come close to winning an MVP since uh, leaving Russell In Katie's defense, he also he probably would have won it last year if he hadn't got hurt. And same thing, you can make the argument if he hadn't got hurt this season, he'd be in sure the conversation for MVP. But. Like Bradley Bill had his best statistical season playing next to Russell, Russell Westbrook. Westbrook. Like, bro, like this is Stephen Adams developed an offensive game playing next to Russell Westbrook. And now, and now Memphis is enjoying the fruits of that labor. Uh, so quick on these other last two to- last three topics. Let's talk about coaches on the hot seat. Uh, I'll go first. Uh, I'm going to put throw Dwayne Casey's name out there. Uh, I just don't understand it. Like if. I guess Detroit's just going to keep him on board until his contract's up, but he hasn't <laughs> been remotely good there. So I, I don't, I don't know. Like the way Casey, I think he's the guy who's going to be on the hot seat. Well, when you can be fired after winning coach of the year, then all bets are off. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I don't know what's going on in Detroit. Like they were just like, uh, Dwayne Casey's our coach. He's, he hasn't won anything. And we're just going to leave him here forever. I've, I've also <laughs> seen my, I've also seen mock drafts with them getting, Either one Wimbanyama or Scoot Henderson, and I'm just looking at the roster. I'm like, you already have ten thousand big men. You already have I, five thousand. I mean, you, you 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 trade away those ten thousand big men, and you make room for Victor Wimbanyama. It's seven just, five now. <laughs> like it's just I, I like, and you got five thousand guards. So you, you trade already away got, those guards. Scoot Henderson's the truth. Play and play him over who Cunningham. Jay Nivey. I, I don't know. You, you find a way to make it work, man. I, I, I think we do have talent that's so been, supreme. 
they've been trying to make it work since the bad boy era. It's true. Bad true. boy two uh, era. Another another guy. I'm just gonna throw a name out here. I think you're all gonna probably hate this. I think Billy Donovan's got to be. Who said we? Who said we was gonna hate that? Why was uh, I, I that? wasn't gonna hate that. I was just I was just <laughs> considering the con- the fat contract that he signed. You know, I mean, I, mean, I know he just signed that massive extension. Like, his, yeah. That's coach season has got to be getting pretty hot. Even though it's not his fault that Lonzo Ball hasn't played this season, it's not his fault that things just haven't worked out. But I just, I just it's, can't. Conversation is going to be had. I think it's not, that it's, it's not his fault that that team don't want to play defense sometimes. That's why they brought in Patrick Beverly. I think, I think uh, the issue that they, I think the issue that Billy, that my issue with Billy Donovan is. It, it seems like he's too passive at times, like times where he should be irate with like with, at the team and at other outstanding circumstances. Like, yo, show like just show some emotion. Show show like as a player. I mean, I if he got ejected, get ejected from a game, get ejected. Thank you. That's, that's, that's the problem like, we like, had. Like, that's the problem player, we had with Fred Hoiberg. Yeah, like, true. I think like I think I, as a player, it matters to me. That you show that you care. Like if if I'm Zach Levine or Demar Derozan, like that. The perfect example is that Cleveland Cavalier game when they're up huge, and you can literally tell that the refs called the second half differently because in the third quarter, Cleveland shot 27 free throws in one quarter. That that was the game for Billy Donovan to be like, all right, yo, enough enough is enough. Go off, like pay the flight. Tell Adam Silver yeah. I will send my fine in the morning. But I'm going off and I'm letting like even if it's post game. Critics, like if, even if it's in the post game, like just show that you care. Because if the play, if you if the player, if you don't show that you care, the players are gonna take the mindset like, "Hey, Billy Donovan don't care that I got fouled, and I'm the only one throwing the fit. He telling me to get back." Like, no, you got to show that you care and I'm, go to back I'm for your go player. With a guy. I'm gonna go with a guy right here. I'm gonna go Monty Williams. If they don't win the championship, oh, that's disrespectful. I, I like I like it though I like it though. Um, anybody got anybody else coach on the hot seat? Um, I hate to Not say this one, Stephen. So- uh, he should Not be. Rubble. He should be. He should be. But he ain't. He should be though, TJ. It's but he ain't. Uh, no, no, if Doc Rivers is the if they don't fight them, if they don't make the Eastern Conference Finals, he's out for sure. It's Doc. Man. I, I, it's I, gotta, it's, what it's what about this one? I hate to say this because they just like. Gave him a whole bunch of young knuckleheads. I, 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 heard, I, heard I, I heard the name you said. They're not getting any better. They're not. They're not also not like developing the way you'd like them to. So yeah, I think Bro, he's, he's, the the lack of who, who are you talking about the Rockets. Stephen Silence. It's yeah, the Stephen it's, Silas, yeah. it's, it's it's the lack of discipline, bro. Like again, yeah. early this earlier this season, Kevin Porter Jr. literally said, "F this, I'm going home." He left the game at yeah. halftime. That was two years ago. I mean, but, it, whatever. It, I, well, it, it was under his regime. It was, it was, it was, it was under yeah, him. It was, it was. It was, it was um, under him. Let's talk first overall pick. They are pick. not developing. Who's getting the first overall pick? I'm going to go Spurs. Uh, I'm going to go going, Charlotte. Going Spurs. Ooh, LaBella Bond, Victor Wembanyama. Ooh, I like Charlotte. it. Spurs have and lost, I'm pretty sure. And, and, Spurs have lost and 14 Spurs games in a row. Spurs overall pick, they happy. And and right now and then right now kind of number three overall picks up in the air. Oh, the Spurs have lost fourteen games in a row. They have literally stopped trying to win games. Like I don't like they just like yeah. The Spurs yeah I, yeah I don't know man. The Spurs like it's like it's like with me with the Spurs it's like I watch their games it's like they try to win in the first quarter. And then, like, here comes the second quarter, and it's like, Pop's like, hey, slow down real quick. <laughs> <laughs> no, for real. How many times have I seen the Spurs? We've seen the Spurs be, like, up, up like, four or five points in the first quarter, and then just, like, 
the next three quarters they just lay an egg. It's like the Craig's like, okay, come on guys, let's let's tone it down here. We're trying to get a number one overall pick here. And then results of the NBA finals. I'll go first. Clippers Bucks. I think the Clippers win it all. You're going Clippers see, well, Bucks? Yeah. I see I that that one day I kicked it with Christian. He asked me the same question, and this was like before the season even started. This was like during college football season. I said Clippers Nets because of the obviously like the powers that be were still in Brooklyn, and we didn't see we didn't see what was happening. We didn't see what happened happening. So, but I, I had the Clippers going to the finals. I, I'm still I still have the Clippers going to the finals. I don't care who comes out the East. I think the Clippers win it all. It could be Boston. It could be Boston. It could be Milwaukee. It could be Philly. I don't care. It's gonna be the Clippers are winning that ring. I, I also. Agree it all that. depends I, if I Kawhi Clippers, Leonard. I think the Clippers are winning it all. I think they're healthy. He will be healthy. I'm they sure. do. They could have two years ago when they went to the Eastern Conference Finals. I think Western. if Kawhi Leonard, if oh, Kawhi yeah, he, Leonard was, oh, there, yeah, 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 Kawhi yeah, Leonard yeah, was playing. Yeah, if Kawhi, won, if Kawhi they Leonard was there, the they win. They win that. They win the title that year. Yeah, they beat the title that year too. They beat Phoenix. They beat Phoenix. They yeah, have, um, then they have a barn burner against Milwaukee. <sighs> okay, guys, I am going Boston out the East, and I, I I have to go with the Phoenix Suns. I there's like you traded away your future for right now. You have to make the NBA Finals. I'm going with the Phoenix Suns and the the uh, Boston Celtics, and I'm actually gonna go with Boston winning the title. All right, I don't hate. I don't hate it. Oh, Boston uh, winning the title, baby! And then to wrap up the show the way that only goat the crossover can goat talk. Uh, this is where the players didn't necessarily get their shine, get their shine here at Prime Sports World on the episode of the crossover. And this week it is my turn to uh, do the uh, goat talk. Let's start with player number one. Uh, this is a player who was drafted in 1998. He was a first round pick. Uh, to the then Vancouver Grizzlies. Uh, he played for the Grizzlies. Big country. It's not. Uh, he played for the Vancouver <laughs> Grizzlies, Sacramento Kings, Atlanta Hawks, Washington Wizards, Miami Heat, and New That's York Mike Knicks. Bibby. It is Mike Bibby. He's a NCAA oh, champion in 1997. Uh, he's a consensus <laughs> first-team All-American in 1998. Matt hey, Player of the Year. so quick. He said, that's big yeah. country. It's not big country. <laughs> uh, he averaged 14 points. I didn't listen to the other teams. If I would have listened to the other teams, I would have had the 14 same points per game, 13.1 rebounds, 5.5 assists per game. He also won a gold in 2003 on the national team during the FIBA American Championship. Going up against Michael Bibby is uh, a player who was drafted in the same year, but to the Sacramento Kings. He played for the Kings, Heat, Orlando Magic, Memphis Grizzlies. He's a one-time NBA champion. He was an all-NBA rookie team in 1999. Bobby Jackson? No. Um, he averaged 10.5 points per game, 2.3 rebounds, 5.9 assists per game. Kings, the Heat. You say name those teams again? Kings, Grizzlies, Heat, Magic, and then the Grizzlies again, as he called it. A what's, his, what's his college team? He went to uh, Marshall and Florida. Marshall and Florida. Mike Miller. That, it's not Mike no, Miller. No, not Mike Miller. It's not Mike, Mike. Miller. Not Mike Miller. Ah! Oh, he went to Marshall and Florida. Yeah, Marshall. he spent two, two seasons in Marshall, two seasons in Florida. He got drafted um, out of Florida. Yes. Yeah. Um, 
He was Not traded. He, he, all right, here uh, this 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 hit will for sure get it. He was traded for the previous player. He was traded. Oh, that's uh, white chocolate. It is white chocolate. Ah, white, Jason White, Will, white, Will. white chocolate ah, was player player two. So between Mike Bibby or Jason Williams is on this edition of Goat Talk. I'm going Mike Bibby, bro. I'm going. Man, look, look. Let me say this, man. Jay Will White Chocolate. He was nasty in the fast break. He was he was nasty. He was nasty with the handles. He was nasty. He was a lot of what you see today with these no look passes and all of that fancy smancy stuff. White Chocolate brought it to brought it to this this era. And my he brought like that and one style. Him and Ray for Austin brought that and one style. But when I when I look at a guy that's just that can just man, he could he could make he could just oh my god, Mike Bibby was so in control at the point guard position. He can defend. He can make make a three at a high clip. Uh, Mike Bibby was clutch. I mean, y'all, y'all also in, had like in, in career playoffs. longevity. I mean, we're talking ninety eight to two thousand eleven yeah. for Bibby. Well, I guess only one more season for. Mike, yeah, White Chocolate. He he ran into some. He had he had his own little issues that we gonna we gonna keep it at that. But when White Chocolate was on that court, hey man, hey, he, buddy was special. He was out there throwing dimes. He was hey. What do you, what do you think? What do you think is his highest season of assists? If you had to guess, it's gotta be. Oh, it's it's one or two. It's when it's that year. It's that championship year what, in what Miami. Do you, what, do you th- what do you think the number was though? No, it was for sure not the Miami year. It, it, it wasn't. No, it, it, had, to be, it had to be. when hey, he was hey, in hey, Sacramento. And you want to hear something crazy? Mike Bibby actually has a higher one season higher, uh, eight point four than any of. White chocolate seasons. Like he had, he had Jason Williams had a season in uh, 02 and 03 where he averaged 8.3 assists per game. That was his, that was his career high for his career. I'm also mm. going to go Bibby. I love, I love uh, Jason Williams. Uh, he's one of my favorite players growing up, but Michael Bibby was a consistent 25 guy. He was one of those guys that's. Man, that's what we call his daddy. Yeah, stabilize, stabilize, that, stabilize a lot of those teams that he was on. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna go Mike Bibby, but yeah, this one's tough. I just think about all the dudes that Jay Will has played with: Chris Webber, Vladi Divac, Stoyakovic, Shaq, you Shaq D Wade, mm-hmm. Lonzo Mourning. Then you go to Ed Antoine, all right, Antoine Walker, Eddie Jones. Then you go to Memphis. You had young Pal Gasol. All right, young like. Rookie of the year, Pau Gasol. Who else is on that Memphis team? Uh, like man, like dude has played with some talent. He's played with a lot. He's played with some good players. I don't know. I'm fifty fifty on this, and I really am. I like. There's no. There's no wrong answer. If you no, you gotta pick. You gotta pick one. You gotta pick one. That's part of the fun. I guess since y'all like this, the whole stability thing. Like Mike Bibby, one going. Like my baby was gonna be there. Like my baby was gonna, like he was gonna be there. Like Jay Will had like I said he had his own issues, but yeah, I, I, yeah I gotta go with Mike Baby. This was like I know Mike Baby gonna be there. That's good. It was tough, uh, but yeah, we'll bring back at the crossover next week, breaking down some more goings on in the National Basketball Association. On today's show, we talked about some coaching changes. Uh, we did a second half preview, and then of course we did go talk. Uh, I'm your co-host. I'm your host, David Hoppin. Right there is my co-host, Mr. T.J. Hopkins, and then the CEO of Prime Sports World, Mr. Israel Rivera. What we do here at the Prime, my friends, we bring, we bring the heat, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, sir. And 
uh, keep an eye out for Jason Williams' son, Jackson, in the next couple years, but he's going to be special. Oh, I forgot about Jackson Williams. Uh, tomorrow, tomorrow, gonna be special. tomorrow we're going to do the offseason preview for the NFC North, um, so a division that's near and dear to all of our hearts. So uh, get ready for that content. That's tomorrow at 9 o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time. The whole NFC North? Yep. Uh, well, we did the Bears, so it's, uh, it's the Packers, Lions, and Vikings. So Ooh, we. Yeah, keep an eye out. We're we, we rolling it back. Like, share, and subscribe. Oh, we'll we already it. we already know. We already know what's gonna happen here. We, we everybody, ladies and gentlemen, we don't don't get it twisted. We'll talk about it tomorrow. We already people. know what good... these two guys are going to do tomorrow. Okay. Y'all have a good night. We'll see you later, baby. What, what are we gonna do tomorrow?